if any matters of conscience come up in therapy, if any spiritual matters come up in therapy, if any moral matters come up in therapy, and you know that they do, there is one part that you need to be working with first. One critical part. This part has a role. And that role is absolutely critical in our serious Catholic patients. It's the role of the Catholic standard bearer in the client system, the Catholic standard bearer. Furthermore, if any matters of conscience come up in your life, if any spiritual matters come up in you, if any moral dilemmas come up for you, and you know that they do, there is one part you need to be working with in your system first. One critical part. The part who is in the role of the Catholic standard bearer in your system. Sometimes I've called this the uber-Catholic part or the Catholic part, but I like the term Catholic standard bearer now for a few reasons. So let's go back. Let's do a little background. What is a standard? Now, when I'm talking about a standard, I'm talking about like the standard for a military unit. And this is from Wikipedia. A standard is a bright, colorful flag acting as a strong visual beacon to the soldiers of a unit. Now, it doesn't always have to be a flag. The standard for a Roman legion was their aquila, their eagle, you know, the Roman eagle. The standard of the Roman legion, the eagle, had a quasi-religious importance to the Roman soldier, far beyond just merely being the symbol of the legion. For a Roman legion to lose its eagle, that was extremely grave. And the Roman military went to great lengths, both to protect its eagle and to recover it if it was lost. Right? And some of you might remember the Rosemary Sutcliffe novel, The Eagle of the Ninth, that was a fictional story of the recovery of the lost eagle of the Ninth Legion in Britannia. And after the annihilation of three legions in the Teutoburg Forest, the Romans spent decades retaliating for the defeat and attempting to recover the three lost eagles of those three legions. And so, and so these eagles are really important. Some of you who are older might remember the reverence given to the American flag, especially before that reverence was undermined in the late 1960s and 1970s when flag burning, when flag burning became a form of protest. The, the flag, the American flag, the standard of the nation. Now, let's go back to Rome. In Roman warfare, the standard bearer had an important role in the battlefield. The commander often ordered his soldiers to follow and stay close to the standard in order to maintain unit cohesion and order on the battlefield, which could be really chaotic. A commander only had to place his standard bearer in the right location to easily position his troops. The troops fall in behind the standard, right? So the standard bearer held this honorable position. The standard bearer was paid twice as much in a Roman legion as a regular legionnaire, but it was also a really dangerous position. It had a lot of risk because the standard bearer was a major target for the opposing side's troops who were seeking to capture the standard, to take possession of it, to own it.
Welcome to episode two of the Many Parts One Love podcast. I am clinical psychologist Peter Malinowski. I'm very happy to be with you, and I'm very thankful for the 16 members who make up our two Preparation for Transcendence advanced groups within the interior therapist community. Those 16 members are making this podcast possible. So a shout out and thank you to Andrea, Rachel, Brian, Alicia, Rebecca, Christian, Laura, Cheryl, Larissa, Susan, Ashley, Tim, Courtney, Catherine, Elizabeth, and Sam. Thank you for making this all possible. This podcast wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for your commitment to those Preparation for Transcendence groups. The interior therapist community is all about internal family systems informed human formation of the Catholic therapist grounded in a Catholic anthropology. And this podcast is all about working with our parts in the space where the psychological and the spiritual realms overlap. It's all about working with our whole heart connecting with every bit of our being in the natural realm with love. And why do we work with every part of us, with every bit of our being? To prepare ourselves to receive the love of our spiritual father, who is God our father, and our spiritual mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Ultimately, this podcast, these preparation for transcendence groups, the interior therapist community, is all about bringing every part of us into a deep, intimate, personal relationship with God our Father, Mary our Mother, Jesus Christ our Savior and Brother, and the Holy Spirit our Advocate. And we have obstacles in our human formation that keep us from deepening our intimacy with God and Mary. And in this advanced podcast, we can dive much more deeply into those human formation issues. Now, in the systems of Catholics who are serious about the faith, there is usually some part that has the role of the standard bearer. Some part that has the role of the standard bearer. One part who carries aloft the standard for all the other parts to follow, the guiding beacon. That part is the standard bearer. Now, what is the standard? Let's talk about the standard. Is the standard the deep and loving relationship with God? Uh, Nope. Is the standard a close, intimate relationship with our Mother Mary? Yet. What is the standard that the standard bearer carries aloft? The standard, the standard that the standard bearer carries aloft is the unwritten list of rules and expectations that the standard bearer has come up with by his or her own limited vision about what he or she thinks God wants from you. The standard is the code of conduct that the standard bearer wishes to impose on all the parts in your system. And the standard might be quite unreasonable, especially in extreme cases of perfectionism and scrupulosity. Now, here's another thing. The standard needs to be interpreted. Other parts are not deemed capable of deciphering the standard. Oh, no, no, no. Who needs to decipher and interpret the standard? That's right. The standard bearer. The standard bearer deciphers and interprets the standard. In the tripartite Freudian model of the mind, the standard bearer corresponds to the superego. The standard bearer wants to act in the role of the conscience, giving directives to the system. Why? To keep us safe and secure. That's the goal. To keep us safe from the internal enemies, such as our exiles with their burdens, especially shame. 
The exiles with their burdens are Freud's id in the tripart model of mind that he proposed. And the, the standard bearer is also trying to keep us safe and secure from external enemies, from Satan, from demons, from villains of all kinds, bad company, and so forth. But when you get down a little deeper, the standard bearer is also trying to keep us safe from God's wrath or from God's apathy or from God's disappointment or something undesirable from God, you know, like being smited with a thunderbolt or something like that, right? And so to keep us safe, that's the whole goal of the standard, that's the mission that's the agenda of the standard bearer. So, like the standard bearer in the Roman army, the standard bearer in a serious Catholic system is an important and honored figure. And the standard bearer has followers, especially among other managers. For example, your primary manager, this is like your competent part, the one that often is in front handling the day-to-day -day demands of life, the primary manager in a serious Catholic will usually follow the dictates of the standard bearer trying to make them a reality. The primary manager kind of has the role of the ego in Freud's tripartite model of the mind, trying to meet the standard of the standard bearer somehow within the confines of reality. Also, your internal critic evaluates your primary manager's performance holding it up to the standard and passing along the dictates of the standard bearer. The critic is evaluating what the primary manager does in light of the standard and the, and the opinion of the standard bearer, right? So we've got these three parts. Now, sometimes there's not three parts. Sometimes there's only two parts. Sometimes the internal critic and the primary manager are the same. But what's important is that you need to have these three roles. The standard bearer, the primary manager, and the internal critic. And this is in systems that are functioning relatively well that are governed by managers. That's an important thing to say. Some standard bearers, like my good boy part, they don't like to get their hands dirty with the actual running of affairs like a primary manager has to do. And some, some, and some standard bearers, again, like my good boy part, they don't want to, they don't want to get into criticizing other parts. They delegate that out to an internal critic, right? Like my evaluator part. So the standard bearer can delegate those roles. Now, exiles and firefighters are far less impressed, they're far less in awe of, and they demonstrate less conformity to the standard bearer's standard. Exiles and firefighters don't necessarily buy into that standard. Many of them recognize that that standard has significant flaws in it, that it's unreasonable. Some of them recognize that it's killing them, right? Those demands that it's squelching the life out of them. And so, they're not on board with the standard bearers' ideas of what's morally right. And here's where we can get all kinds of conflicts happening in our consciences. You can have the rebellion of the firefighters and especially the exiles against the standards because the standards don't reflect love to all of the parts. The standards are driven by fear 
The standards are driven by an attempt to ward off punishment. The standards are often a way of attempting to control through the buy-in of the other manager parts. So it, the standards can create all kinds of conflict within a person's system. Standard bearers prefer to be in ivory towers, pondering deep thoughts, existential truths, kind of in a vacuum. None of the thinking, judging, demanding, expecting, and so forth that these standard bearers engage in, though, has to do with actual relationship with God or Mary. The standard bearer is not in touch relationally with God and Mary. The standard bearer doesn't really know God or Mary. The standard bearer doesn't have a relationship with God and Mary. And the standard bearer has instead a, dis, a distorted image of God. And that distorted image of God, the standard bearer doesn't really question. This distorted image of God is static. It's not alive. It's not dynamic. It's not relational. And it doesn't take into account circumstances. And finally, the standard bearer has little familiarity with mercy from God. Unless and until it is well integrated in your system, that part of you, the standard bearer, is going to have little experience of mercy. And so its opinions, its judgments, and its standards are untempered by mercy. The standard bearer, based on his or her experiences and how she construes and how he or she construes those experiences creates the standard. It's a created standard, and that created standard is, quote, the traditions of men, end quote. It's not the revelation of God to us, and so these created standards always have heretical elements in them. The standard bearer derived the moral precepts and built a religion around the distorted God image in an attempt to keep you safe from yourself, from your exiles and your firefighters, and to keep you from being damned to hell. That's the reason for the standard. So we, we need to work with our standard bearers before we work with the rest of our before we work with the rest of our system on any moral or spiritual issue. Remember, in general within IFS, we work with managers first, right? We work with them first, and we always have their permission to work with exiles or with firefighters. So, serious Catholics, there's a triumvirate of managers who govern the system if there is not sufficient self-energy, if the self is not leading, if there's not recollection. Triumvirate, right? That comes from the Latin triumvirum, a genitive plural of tres viri, which means three men, right? Tres, three, viri is the plural of vir, which is man, a group of three men holding power, right? Like the first Roman triumvirate, which was this coalition of Julius Caesar and Pompey and Crassus in 60 BC, or the second triumvirate, right? Which was a coalition of Antony, Lepidus, and Octavian in 43 BC. Three men holding power, that's often what you find in serious Catholics, with these three roles held by often three different parts, right? Again, you have the standard bearer, which in my system would be good boy. And then you have the primary manager, which in my system would be my competent part, or he now goes by collaborator. And then the third part would be the internal critic, uh, which in my system is now my evaluator part. 
So let's go ahead and do a little exercise here where we get into touch with uh, with our standard bearer, our internal standard bearer. And those of you that are you know doing this kind of work with clients and so forth, this is also something that could be modified to work with clients who really want to get in touch with their standard bearer because there's some moral issue or spiritual issue, some issue of conscience that's up. It's really important to work with these standard bearers when you're working with somebody who's perfectionistic or who's scrupulous. Right? So the first thing, always safety. Right? want to make sure that we're working in a way that's safe. And we're going to unpack these three roles, right? the triumvirate, standard bearer, internal critic, primary manager, but we're going to focus primarily on the standard bearer. All right. I'm going to just see if we can have some space. Big open heart. A lot of appreciation for our man a lot of appreciation for how our managers are trying to help us. Lots of curiosity. I'm going to sense if we're, um, you know, kind of pretty unblended here. We want to have that curiosity. We want to have that compassion. We want to have that connection for our parts. I want to notice if there's anything up in our system, any parts up that don't want us to get in touch with our standard bearer more directly. Right? A lot can be built around these standards. There can be whole spiritual edifices constructed based on these on these standards so some parts are a little nervous like if we start to question those standards so have a lot of curiosity big open heart you know these standard bearers have been working for decades to take care of us to protect us to keep us on the straight and narrow to try to win the approval of God. To keep us from harm. A lot of gratitude for that. And when we connect, if that's okay with your system, when we connect with that standard bearer, I'm just going to ask you to accept those answers that you may get from the standard bearer from the standard bearer. It could be a temptation for other parts to come in, maybe to squelch the dialogue. It could be nervous about tinkering with the standard in any way. It's okay. We'll work with those parts as they come up. Never want to fork we never want to force anything. We only work by invitation. Never do any intruding. Really a lot of respect for the dignity of parts. Just going to invite you to notice what part of your body might be associated with your conscience. Where do you feel your conscience in your body? How do you know you have a conscience? How do you sense that? might be like a little voice in your head. Images might be there. However you experience your conscience, 
your standard bearer is probably not that far away. And in a way that you know to be with, I'm just going to invite you with that big open heart, with that openness, receptivity, desire to learn, desire to be with, with a cherishing of your standard bearer, to be present, to be with that part of you. And maybe that part needs some time to get to know you. Might not be all that familiar with the self, to be honest. Parts that blend, they're too close to the self to have a relationship. So what does this standard bearer want to share with you? What's important to that part? What does it need? How is it struggling with other parts? A lot of standard bearers are worried about other parts' impulses or desires in your system. Has it got worries about certain exiles or certain firefighters, certain behaviors? If you can really be present and if your parts are willing, that standard bearer can tell you all about it. What good is that standard bearer seeking for you with the standard that he or she has created? There's a good that that part's seeking for you. How did the standard bearer come to take on that role? How did that come about? What, what triggered that part to take on the role of the standard bearer in your system? Really a willingness to enter into this connection, this relationship, the standard bearer being seen, heard, known, and understood. What is God like for you, standard bearer? What is it like for you to be in relationship with God, standard bearer? How 
how did the two of you be with each other? How does God communicate with you? Who are you in God's eyes? And standard bearer, who are these other parts in God's eyes? And what does God want for you? And what does God want from you? So we're, we're about to wrap this up, but a lot of gratitude for your standard bearer. You can go back over these questions. You can enter back into relationship. Just wanted to let you know that this can be a beginning rather than an ending. A lot of desire to connect, to be in relationship. A lot of gratitude for the space to do this work. And with that, we'll invoke our patroness and our patron, Our Lady, Our Mother, Untire of Knots. Pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us.